Well, good morning, friends. Uh, I'm in my office. It's about, I guess, about seven on a Thursday morning, and this is being recorded for next Thursday. This is episode number 100. And as I sat here this morning, I've actually been in conversation with someone who's really struggling. And um, physical struggling sometimes leads to emotional and spiritual struggling because you know, we think we can't do anything to be a part uh, or an effective part of the body of Christ. And yesterday, some friends, uh, uh, we got together to try to, to try to help another friend do some work. And I realized I am getting old. I'm not strong. I'm not as young as I used to be. I can't bull things like I used to. I can't just muscle things like I used to. And as I was talking with my friend this morning, who I love dearly, um, you know, we're kind of at that age and we're struggling with the fact that we can't do what we used to do. And what happens then is the enemy kind of comes in like a flood and he tries to just beat us down and tries to tell us that we're no good. And yet we are at our best when we are uh, willing to sit at the feet of Christ and to learn and to grow and to be who he wants us to be. We're at our best when we submit our lives. Paul says um, at the beginning of most of his books, I'm a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that day servants were looked at as the very lowly, lowly position. And yet in Philippians chapter two, Paul teaches us about Christ. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, I just want to read some verses to you this morning and then pray with us. I, I, I know that I have a tendency to just rush through and throw a bunch at you. And if that's not effective, I apologize for that. I just get so excited. I need to adjust uh, how I teach. Um, I'm still learning. Um, that's 63. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God, exal therefore God exalted him to the highest place, Gave him a name that is, gave him the name, not a name, sorry, gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And take note of verse 11, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Adonai. He is not just a good man, but he's, he is the God man. He is the one who takes care of us. And then, we're in Colossians. Let's go back to Colossians. Let me read a couple of verses. If you would take your pen and kind of underline the things that speak to you this morning in Colossians 3 verses 12 through 17. He does this great teaching on where we're seated with Christ. And then in verse 12, he says, therefore, underline, therefore, what is it? Therefore, all of those things he talked about in the previous verses, he says, therefore, as God's chosen, I've got that circled. God's chosen people, holy, circle, deeply loved. Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So many of these virtues that we don't see in our society today. We see everybody in a hurry. We see everybody about themselves, their rights, their desires. You owe me. 
not kindness and compassion and humility and gentleness and patience that Paul talks about here. Verse 13, bear with each other. That means to be patient. That means to be long-suffering. That means to be willing to wait as God does the work in someone else while he's, by the way, already doing the work in us. And forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Lay them down. Forgiveness leads to uh, leads to bridges. Unforgiveness burns bridges. Um, and how should we forgive as the Lord forgave you? And again, underline Lord. He's talking about Jesus here. He's not talking about Jesus like he's some man or some emanation from God, but he is the Lord. Verse 14, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Love precedes unity. Love must precede unity. We just don't unify for unification's sake. Love must precede unity. And that love that does uh, bring us together is the love of Christ. Verse 15, let the peace of Christ, not the absence of conflict, but the peace that passes all understanding, the peace of Christ, rule in your hearts. Let it have its place of ruling in your hearts. What will you be ruled by today? Will it be by your schedule? Will it be by time? Will it be by what everybody needs from you? Will it be by your desire to make make yourself feel like you're adequate or that you're um, you're useful to God? Or will you just let love rule and peace rule in your life? Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. What body? The body of Christ, not the church body with the name on the door that says Crossroads or Kessid, uh, that says Crown and Anchor, or that says um, Summit View, or that, the, that says Living Hope. All of these are part of one body, the body of Christ. We meet in different buildings and locations, and many people are just meeting in homes today, and yet we're part of the body of Christ, and we're called to peace. And be thankful Verse 16 is so important. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. Doesn't mean that all of us are in the office of a teacher in the sense of what the callings of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and, and, and following. But it means we're all filling ourselves with the word of God so that we can share a nugget of truth with someone. We can admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. We, we sing to the Lord and we just worship the Lord. Worship is a huge, huge part. And, and it's not 20 minutes in a, in a church service. It is, it's a heart that just says, God, you are everything to me. And I just want to sing to you. Verse 17, and whatever you do today, whatever you do, whether you're on your, your job or whether you're working in the garden or you're working around the house or you're cleaning the house or you're taking care of kids, um, you're doing the job that you do, um, do it unto the Lord. Whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Christ. We're giving thanks. Of the fact that we have a place that we can go, the fact that you're, I guess, what they call an essential worker, whatever that is, we're all essential to the plan and the purposes of God because each and every day we can serve him 
by giving him first and foremost our worship, our prayer, and our lives. We lay our lives before him and say, I'm just a servant, just a servant. No, no, you are more than a servant. You are a servant of Christ. And in everything you do, let him have preeminence, not just a place in your life, but first place in your life. Let me pray for us. Numbers chapter 6, 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Today was number 100 in the podcast. Here's to 100 more. God bless you till we talk again.